Okay, so guys, we are on Daf Yud Aleph, Amud Aleph at the very bottom. Please, God, will finish Bezrat Hashem Yud Aleph today. Um, so we're talking about the Shema, uh, and uh, we just the previous sugya was all about how to say the Shema, sitting, standing, um, lying, and uh, whether Beit Hillel, Beit Shammai, and the the issues with going like Beit Shammai. Um, and not like Beit Hillel. Now what we're going to do is discuss the brachot that are connected to the Shema. So the Mishnah says, and so we're going to discuss that, and then we're going to discuss the brachas of the Torah, Birkat Torah, and you'll see why it is in the same sugya. So it says like this, B'shachar mevarech shtaim. In the morning you say two brachot, lefanea, before the Shema, v'achat la'achareya, and one after the Shema. And we know what those are. Um, um, they yotze uh, or in the morning and avaraba, and then in afterwards emet v'yatziv. So v'yatziv v'nachon, and then uva erev mevarach shtaim lafanea ushtaim lacharia. And in the evening you make two brachot before the Shema, and that is uh, that is uh, the two that we say before the Shema. Um, uh, I've gone blank, Asheb Bidvaro, and then uh, and the two there, and then after Shema, you say Emet Ve'emunah and Hashkiveinu. So those are all in all seven. So we're going to start the discussion of those. Ushtam Lachreya. Achad Aruka Ve'achad Katsara. One is uh, long and one is short. Rashi says, what does it mean one is long and one is short? We're going on what we last spoke about, which was the two that are after Shema of Mariv, which is Emet Vimuna, um, Katsara, and Hash, uh, sorry, which is long. Hashkivainu uh, is Katsara, is short. Now Tosvot completely argues with this, and basically Tosvot understands this word Achat means um, either long or short. And what that means is sometimes, and he explains that sometimes we we shorten uh, emet, we, we shorten brachot. Sometimes we lengthen short brachot. Uh, the bottom line for, for Tosvot is achat means um, sometimes you make these brachot, these seven. Uh, you might sometimes make them long. Sometimes they make them short. Either way, they work. Okay. So, um, what's a short bracha, for example? It's, where it's like something you say, Hamotzi, Baruch Atah Hashem, Ekan Mechalam, or you say, Asher Kiddushan, Ubezdavitzvanu. So basically, it's a short bracha. A long bracha is, uh, is, has got almost you know, a paragraph within it. Um, um, and uh, that's the one part, that, it, that it's short or long. And then the other one is, Makom She'amru Larech, Regarding where you need to make a long bracha, you're not fitting to make it a short bracha. If you meant to make it short, you're not fitting to make it long. Now, some brachot have chatimot, they, they have ends to them. Uh, so it says, if it's a bracha that has an ending to it, like ends with Baruch Hashem, then you need to 
it's not fitting to not have an ending to it. And if it doesn't have an ending to it, then it's not fitting to make an ending to it. Um, so we're not going to discuss the intricacy of that now, but that's basically a discussion within the structure of brachot. Sometimes you're able to make a bracha long or short, and other times the long ones have to stay long, the short ones have to stay short, and those that have an ending have to have an ending, and those that don't can't have an ending. Okay, Gomorrah. Uh, so we're going to get into the seven uh, brachot now. My Mavarech, what are these seven brachot, firstly? Uh, what should one say in them? So I'm Rabbi Yaakov, I'm Rabbi Shaya. Rabbi Yaakov in the name of Rabbi Shaya says, Yodzer or Uvorech Hoshech. So we're going to start off with the first one, which is the first one you say before the Shema of Shakrit. Yodzer or Hashem who makes light, Uvorech Hoshech, and who creates darkness. Now the Gomorrah says, to say that language of He creates darkness, is not a very nice language. It's not nice to talk about Hashem as the creator of darkness, even though He is one. It's not, it's not so nice. Um, rather, let us say, Hashem who creates light and He who forms light and creates Noga. Noga is twilight, meaning it's like a light that comes when it's darkening. So either it's a shine, like a reflection of the moon, where it's dark, but because of the because and it reflects light into the darkness, or it's twilight where it's getting dark, but there's still remnants of light. So rather use that word instead of darkness. It still implies darkness, but it's it's a more positive word of light. No, the Gemara says no. We're looking for the language of the brachot should be similar to words of psukim of verses. So the Gemara says that, so meaning the, the language of the verse is Yotze or Uvorechoshech, not Uvorenoga. The Gemara says that doesn't make so much sense that you're using the words of the, the Psukim. Elemeata, according to this, Oitse Shalom Uvorera. You shouldn't say Ose Shalom Uvoretako as we say it, but rather you should say, like the Pasuk says, Hashem who makes peace and creates bad. Mikam Rinan. Um, um, uh, we don't, we not, it's not said in the way it's written. It's written ra and it's read, it's the, use the language of ra, of, of a ko. So according to you, your reasoning for not saying noga is it's not part of the pasuk. But then the end of that bracha is also not part of the pasuk. So don't give us that answer. Uh, so the Gemara says, Lishnama alia. Rather, the reason why we don't use the word ra and we use the word hakor rather is because it's a lishna ma'alia, it's a cleaner language, it's a more positive language, like a, you know, you would say a euphemism. If you don't want to say something negative, you'll use a euphemism for it. So instead of saying ra, say hakor. So, and in the same way that we use a more positive language to, to take the place of ra and rather hakor, let us rather, hachanami, leimen noga, lishnamalia, rather instead of doing choshech, say noga, say twilight. So that can't be the reason that we want to, uh, that it has to be based on the pasuk. Rather, ele amarova, kadeila, skir midat yom, belaila, umidat laila beyom. The reason why we mention choshech and not noga 
um, is because we, are, we need to mention that Hashem is both the one that creates darkness and light. And I looked into it a little bit and that the, the, uh, a, a real type of uh, paganism was to believe that there was one God who made light and one God who made darkness. One God who brought the day and one God who made, brought the night. And what we want to do is show, show, say in our brachot that don't think that it's two different gods. It's one God and therefore when we mention that he creates light, it's the same God that creates darkness. And at night time, we mention darkness, we also mention light to, to draw home the fact that he created both of these uh, realities. So, so the Gemara says, It's understandable because we mention the night in the day. Because Kedamrinen, as we say, Yoitzer or Varechoshech. In Shachrit, in the Brachas of Shema, we say, Hashem who creates light and who, form, who forms light and creates darkness. That's a Shachrit. Elamidat Yom Balayla, Heichimishkachadla. Where do we mention the, the character trait of Hashem where we, he creates day at night? Um, meaning we mention at night time that he also creates the day. So Abaya says in the in the prayer we say Hashem who rolls over night uh, who rolls over light because of darkness and darkness because of light meaning he makes the suns rise and uh, you know the and takes away the darkness and then the the sun set and darkness takes away the light so we do mention both we mention both light and darkness at Shakrit and at Marif. What's the second bracha of the seven? It's the word, it's the the the, the bracha of ahavaraba that we say in the morning. And so too, Rabbi Eliezer taught his son Rav Padat uh, that you must say ahavaraba. Tanya Namihaki, there's also a brighter that corroborates this, that we say Ahavaraba. Ein Omrim Avat Olam, we don't say that Hashem is Ahavat Olam, his love is eternal. Ella Ahavaraba, rather we use the words that he has abundant love. So that's the first, that's the first opinion, that the words we use are Ahavaraba. You'll know, I don't know if you know, but in Sephardi circles, if I'm not mistaken, in Sephardi Sidurim, it doesn't use Avaraba, it uses Avat Olam, and this is based on this opinion. But Rabbonin Amri, Rabbonin say Avat Olam, not Avaraba, that his love is eternal. V'chainu Omer, V'avat Olam Avtich, because it's based on a Pasuk that Hashem's love is eternal. Alkain Meshachtich Chased. Um, uh, I've loved you with an everlasting love, therefore with affection I have drawn you. So that Pasuk uses the word Avat Olam. Um, uh, and that's why you use the word Avat Olam according to Chakamim. So I'm a Rebuda, I'm a Shmuel. Uh, sorry, sorry, so that's a Machloket, by the way. Um, uh, that you, the, some say you say Avaraba, some say you say Avat Olam. And bottom line is, what we do is Ashkenazim, I think we do Avaraba in the morning, Avatolam at night. And I think Sfarim do Avatolam at both times. Okay, so it's, it's you either way you fulfill your, your obligation, whether you say Avaraba or Avatolam. 
So, okay, now we're going into, uh, uh, this is the beginning of a discussion about the Birkat HaTorah, the Brochas we say in the Torah. Amar Rabbi Yudah Mashmu, Hishkim Lishnot Ad Shalok Karakriyachma. If you get up early to, and you haven't yet said Shema, Sarek Levarech Mishek, you need to make a Bracha. What's the Bracha? Birkat HaTorah, meaning what do we normally do? We get up, we say Birkat Torah, which is at the very beginning of Shachrit, and then we continue with Shachrit. But um, here, it's saying that if you get up early, before you daven Shachrit, you must say Birkat Torah. If you daven and say Shachrit first, then you actually don't need to say Birkat Torah. Wa Mishikara Kriyachma, Einot Sarech Levarech. Once you've said Shema, you don't need to say Birkat HaTorah wa Shekfar Niftar Ba'ava because you've already fulfilled your obligation of saying Brochas on the Torah in the prayer of Ava Rabbah. So if you look at the prayer of Ava Rabbah, you'll see it talks about thanking Hashem for teaching us Torah, which is the Brocha of Birkat HaTorah. And amazingly, so if you didn't halachically say Birkat HaTorah and you only, and you realized after the Shachrit, as long as you learned straight after Shachrit, um, I think Tosfun might bring this, on the page, as long as you learn something straight off the Shachrit, your book, your bracha that you said, Avaraba, covers your Birkara Torah. But in the times when they were before they had organized the Siddur as we have today, the, the Gemara is saying that if you if you dive in Shachrit, you've already been Yodse, Avaraba, and you don't need to say Birkara Torah. Um, now, uh, now, and that brings into the discussion of Birkara Torah because we mentioned Avaraba. Amaravuna now, for what do you need to say Bikara Torah? And this, if we did this, you know, it would be very, very interesting. But what, what type of Torah do you need to say Bikara Torah on? Now you're going to tell me all of them. And that's what we do today. All types of Torah we say Bikara Torah for. But the, in the Gomorrah, it wasn't so simple and there were different opinions. Amar Ravuna, Ravuna says, When you're reading verses of the Torah, the actual written Torah, that you need to say Birkat Torah for. Ule Midrash, but expounding the Torah, Einot Tzarech Levarech. You don't need to say it. Because, now there's a lot to discuss on this, but he might hold that you only say Birkat Torah on, on the written Torah because it's that's the actual Chefza the Torah. That is the, the body of real Torah. And it's the, I think Rav Shimshon Rav Hirsch explains that that is God's words and God's content. Um, but anything that might be God's content, but not God's actual words, you wouldn't say Birkat Torah for. So it says, Rabbi Lazar Omer lemikra ulemidrash tarich levarich. So Rabbi Lazar says, Elazar says, no. Since midrash is expounding verses of the Torah and its content of God, you also say Birkat Torah for that because it's explained in the written Torah. Le Mishnah, not Tzarech Levarech. But for Mishnah, which in this context is Halakha, that you don't need to say Birkat Torah for because it's oral Torah. For Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Af Le Mishnah, Nami Tzarech Levarech. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, for also Mishnah, you need to say Birkat Torah because he holds for oral Torah, 
you also need to say it. Avala Talmud, but explaining oral Torah, Einot Sarech Levarech, you don't need to make a bracha. Verova Amar Afle Talmud Sarech Levarech, even for Gomorrah, which is explaining the oral Torah, you also need to say Birkada Torah. And he's got a story to prove this. The Amar Avchia Barashi Zimnim Segin Have Kaamna Kamaidarav. We many times we were standing before Rav Latunui Pirkin Besifra to learn a, a chapter of Sifra. Now Sifra is Midrash, but in this context um, it was uh, it, it's considered Gomorrah because they didn't just read the Sifra, which is a commentary on the written Torah, but they explained the Sifra as well. So it was like a a commentary on the commentary. So that's oral Torah. Um, so it says, and Latuno Pirkin Besifra Debei Rav. And what would Rav do before he taught us the Gomorrah? Have Makdim Bakam Masha Yada, he would go and wash his hands, Uvarech, and make Birkada Torah, Umatnilan Pirkin, and then he'd teach it to us. So you see from here that uh, according to Rav, uh, you do need to say Birkada Torah for learning Gomorrah, and that's what we hold today. We say Birkada Torah for basically any type of Torah, written Torah, oral Torah, and the commentary on the written and the oral Torah. Um, Amareb, now, the, the, now the next question the Gomorrah says is, my Mavarech, what is the Birkada Torah that we say? Now today we have it in the Siddur, but what Gomorrah is, is, is learning the process of how it came to be. So when that they were originally, they didn't have exact uh, text of the bracha, and this Gomorrah is discussing what that text should be. So let's take a moment here to look into the text, understand it, and that will also help us uh, say our Birkada Torah with more intention. It's a Birkada Mitzvah. We obligated to say a bracha on Torah, that Hashem commanded us to oisake, to delve into Torah. That's one opinion. That's Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda Mashmu. Rabbi Yochanan, he would take that bracha, umasayimba, and make it into a longer bracha and conclude, hachi, ha'ara, and he'd conclude like this, haraivna Hashem elokeinu. Um, not only are we obligated to learn Torah, but let that Torah be sweet. In our mouths, and in the mouths of the Jewish people, and let us, and our offspring, and our offspring's offspring, um, uh, and, and their offspring, the Jewish people, may they, through your learning Torah, know your name, because Hashem's name and the Torah are one. The name of Torah is Hashem's name. And those that delve in your Torah, um, let they know uh, your name, Hashem. Blessed you, Hashem, who teaches Torah to the Jewish people. Um, I think it's in my drawer next to my bed. Sorry, guys. That's where it is, I think it is. And Ravam Nuna says a third bracha, so to speak, a third part of the Birkata Torah. Blessed are you who, who chose us from all the nations. And has given us his Torah. Blessed are you, Hashem, who gives us the Torah. 
Zohi Meula Shebarachot. This bracha, Vashebachabanu, is the best of all three, or two, depending how you understand it. Hilkach Lemrinu Lekulu. Therefore, you always say it. And what does that mean? It means that when you get caught up to the Torah, you don't say, But rather you say, So those are the three brachot, which is the end of the first bracha. And the second is, um, And again, it could be that because the Torah has various things about it, meaning it's got written Torah, oral Torah, explanation. Each of these brachot focus on different aspects of the Torah. But why is Hashemach Abbanu the best of them? Because it, it praises the Torah and it praises us as the Jewish people and Hashem for giving us the Torah. Okay, now, now we're going to go a bit more into the first two brachot that we, that we mentioned, Yotzeor or Avarabah. Uh, this is a mission in Tamid or in Tamid. It says that you would the mamune, the one that was appointed um, over the Kwanim in the early morning to to uh, in the sacrifice sacrificial process in the ceremony that started the daily offering in the morning in the temple. It says the one who was appointed of the Kwanim would say to the Kwanim Baruchu Bracha Achat. Say one bracha. Vahim baruchu. And they said this bracha. Then, vakaru aserda dibrot. Then they would read the Ten Commandments. Shema, they'd say Shema. Vayam shamoa, vayomer, the three paragraphs of the Shema. Ubaruchu etaam. Then they would bless the Jewish people. Gimel brachot, which is birkat koanim. Yivrechacha, those ones. Emet v'yatsiv. Then say emet v'yatsiv, which is another bracha. Va'avoda, which is ritzai, similar to the ritzai you say in Amida. Uberkat koanim. And then you say, sorry, uberkat am gimu brachot. Uberkat koanim. And then you say the bracha of the, um, uh, the, sorry, and and these are the three brachot that you'd say. You'd say, um, um, You'd say the, and then you, they'd bless the nation with three brachot. They'd say emet v'yatsiv, ritzai, and birkat kohanim. And on Shabbat, or Shabbat, mosifim bracha achat, they would add another bracha, which is a fourth bracha, lemishmar hayotzai, where they would bless the mishmar, the, the watch that was leaving. Every week was a different group of kohanim, and they would, sh- they would change shift on Shabbos. So while the, the group that had served the last week, when they were leaving, the new group would come in and bless those who were leaving with a beautiful bracha. Okay, now we said there that the, Kohan, the, the one who was appointed of the Kohanim told them to say one bracha. Which bracha? My bracha achad. Which is the one bracha they meant to say? Iklu lahu atra he came to the, a certain place, Bo and he asked of that place, my bracha achat, what is this one bracha the Kwanim say? Lo they didn't know. Vatu shalu l'rav matana, and they asked Rav matana, lo he didn't know. Atu shalu l'rav yuda, so they asked Rav Yehuda, amar luhu Rav Yehuda said to them, hachi amar Shmuel, this is what Shmuel said, avaraba, which bracha is it out of the two? Because they didn't have enough time to say all the brachas of Kriyachma. They didn't have time to say the whole of the Amidah. Um, they had to 
had to squeeze it in. That's why they only said Ritzai. Um, but Shmuel says that the one that they did say was Ahavaraba. Rabbi Zrika, Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, Yotzeor. Rabbi Zrika says, no, it was actually Yotzeor, the first bracha. So Shmuel says it was Ahavaraba, and Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish says it was Yotzeor. Um, uh, so which one is it? We don't know. It's a machloket. Ki by Yosef, Amar, when Rav Yitzchak by Yosef came from Israel, he said, this that Rabbi Zrika said, that Rabbi Shimon said, is actually Yotzeor, is what they said, love the parish Itmar. He didn't say it explicitly that the court, that, uh, he, he, Rabbi Zrika didn't say explicitly Sorry, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish didn't say explicitly that they say Yotzer Or. Rather, Ela Miklala Itmar. It wasn't, it was, it was derived from something that Rabbi Lakish, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish said, and that's how we know it was Yotzer Or. So don't think it was absolute that he said it, but rather it was implied that he said this. And what was this implication? The Amar Rabbi Zuka, Amar Rabbi Ami, Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish. Zot or Merit. This source that it says that you say one bracha, the Kwanim would say one bracha and not two. Zotomer, this means brachot ein ma'ak zu. You see from here that you might have thought that you have to say yotzeor and ahava, otherwise you haven't fulfilled either of them. Meaning sometimes when you do one bracha, if you don't say the second bracha, you don't fulfill the mitzvah of the first. And what do you see from here? That since the Kwanim only had to say one, it means you don't have to say the second, and therefore they're, they're not dependent on each other. So, this is what Rash Lakish said, and Rabbi Zrika implied from that, I amart or it must be from that statement that, that this, the, the, the bracha that the Kwanim said was Yotzer Or, Havu, Havu Amri. Hainu, this is because we can learn from here, brachot ein ma'akvot zuetzu. Because they didn't, it's, you see from here that they said Yotzeror, but they didn't say Avaraba. Why wouldn't they say Why wouldn't they? Um, so, therefore, meaning what's wrong with saying Avaraba? Nothing's wrong with saying it, yet they chose Yotzeror and not Avaraba, because Ava you can say later. Um, but if you say the one bracha was actually Ahavaraba, Havu Amri, why did they say that that bracha is Ahavaraba? My brachot ein ma'akvot zuetzu. amri yotzeor. The reason why they didn't say yotzeor, mishum delo metaz man yotzeor. Because it hasn't reached the time yet of proper sunlight. They, the, the Kwanim said this so early in the morning that it wasn't properly light. And that's why you can't say Yotzer Or. Um, and, and therefore, it's not to teach us that brachot ein ma'akvot zuetzu. It's just a simple rule that you can't say Yotzer Or because it's not light enough, but you do say Avarava. And then later, man Yotzer Or, Havri Amri. And then when later in the day, when the light comes out, then you can say Yotzeror. But it's not actually teaching us this din that Rabbi Lakish said is taught to us of Brachot Ein Ma'akvot Zuetzu. So they imply from this that it must have been Yotzeror because this is really teaching us that Brachot Ein Ma'akvot Zuetzu because if it was Avaraba, the reason why you only say Avaraba is because it's not light enough yet.
but not to actually teach us that brachot and ma'akvot zuid bazu. Um, so now, why tell us that it was said as an ex, as as a ex, like miklala? Uh, why not? What's the difference if you expound it or you or Rabbi Raish, like you said it clearly? The miklala mai. What's the difference if it was said as an ex, as as an uh, diuk as it was deduced from what Raish, like you said, or he said it clearly? We still come out with that. What what should be the answer? And the reason is the If it was from if it was amri, we actually could say that uh, maybe it's possible that he he meant it was avarabar. amri and he could have um, and only later on when it's later do we say the bracha of yotzer or. Ah, oh, so what does he mean that my umai brachot ein ma'akvozo ezo? That brachot don't um, uh, you don't have to say the one bracha um, uh, to fulfill it. You, you meaning you don't have to say both. According to this, you do have to say both. So what is this brachot ein ma'akvozo ezo? Say the brachot. We see from here the chiddush is is that the order of the brachot do not ma'akav. They they you can you have to say both. But you don't have to say them in the same in the right order. Meaning you can say Avaraba and then later on in the day say Yotzeror. Okay, so that's quite a, a technical little piece at the end. I had to go through it a couple of times. I'm not sure if I explained it so well, but um, but anyway, that's that's a, an extension of the sugya of uh, the two brachot um, that we say for Shema. One is Yotzeror. The next one is Avaraba. So just to con- just to summarize quickly what we discussed. We learned a Mishnah that uh, uh, that says that listed that we say in Shachrit two brachot before Shema, one after in Marev two brachot before Shema, two after. We just in the Mishnah it explained that you shouldn't shorten brachot or lengthen them, do them as they're meant to be said. Um, and then we discussed what is Yotzer Or and why they use certain language. It's to mention that Hashem created light. In the in the daytime and then and he you also mentioned that in the night and you mentioned that Hashem made night also in the day. Um, we mentioned the bracha of Arab Avaraba and another version is Avatolam. We discussed Birkat Torah, the on what Torah you say it and the actual text of the bracha and we ended off the Amud going on to the next daf with a discussion of what which bracha the Kohanim say was it Yotzeor or Avaraba. Hope uh, that wasn't was clear enough. Uh, so please, God, we'll have a positive Torah uh, learning on Tisha B'av. Um, we'll be able to learn halachas of redemption. Um, if not, uh, we'll have to learn the sad Torah. But um, but unfortunately, we won't be able to learn uh, our normal shir. But we finish the daf. Um, and please, God, we'll continue in the next daf next week.